Thanks for tuning in to Farmer Theologian, a podcast designed to help you build deeply rooted practical theology. Let's get to work. Well, friends, thanks for tuning in to this inaugural episode of Farmer Theologian. I know there are many podcasts out there, and I appreciate you giving me your time. I thought today I would start uh, this podcast, really launch this podcast with an episode that I'm titling What's in a Name? Really, the purpose of this episode is to explain what I'm hoping this podcast will be, where I see it as a uh, fitting its niche within the podcast space, and really even some just personal reasons for starting this podcast. And I think the best way to explain that is to explain how I came up with the name of the podcast. So just to begin with a bit of personal testimony, I was saved around the age of 14 or 15 in a small Southern Baptist church in Houston, Texas. It was a church that if you weren't in that area or weren't hadn't gone to that church you probably hadn't heard of until uh, a politician by the name of Ted Cruz ran for president and made it a part of his stump speech to talk about where he was saved and baptized. Now to answer the quick question, no, I did not go to church with Ted Cruz when I was younger. Um, He and his family had left uh, slightly before I started going there. Uh, But nevertheless, the church kind of had its moment of fame when Ted Cruz was running for president and mentioning Clay Road Baptist Church in his stump speech. Um, But I'm very thankful for that church. I'm very thankful for the various men in particular who served there, uh, the pastors that I had the privilege of sitting under, the uh, particularly my youth pastor at the time, because they shared the gospel with me. They spoke the truth of saving faith to me, and the Lord used that uh, to draw me to himself. Fast forward a little bit, I was so impacted by those men that I began to have a burning uh, desire to be what those men were. I wanted to be in ministry uh, so that I could have uh, the type of blessing and impact in others' lives uh, that they had had on me. So went into ministry, got beat around a little bit, um, but then ended up at the Master Seminary. And it was there at the Master Seminary in a church history class that Dr. Nathan Buznitz, who's now the academic dean of the seminary, uh, gave me an assignment to study my own kind of uh, heritage, doctrinal heritage. And to be honest, to that point in my life, I had never really thought too much about uh, Southern Baptist distinctives, what was the history of the Southern Baptist Church. I had always been in Southern Baptist churches, uh, but just because that's what I was around and that's where we went. Um, I hadn't really given it much thought. And so that uh, assignment was very eye-opening to me uh, and very intriguing to me. And the more I studied the Southern Baptist Church and Southern Baptist history, I began to see that there really were kind of two characters, um, two types of men that were prominent throughout Southern Baptist history. Now to stop and give a bit of a disclaimer here, especially to my Southern Baptist brothers and friends, that are listening, I do know that this is going to be somewhat of a generalization. And I also know that these two characters, most Southern Baptist pastors have a mix of these two characters. But nevertheless, if you study Southern Baptist history, you will see two distinct uh, streams or two distinct strains of style of preacher and style of theologian um, throughout Southern Baptist history. And this really intrigued me. So the first of these two types or these two characters is what um, is often called the farmer preacher type. This would be associated with what's known as the Sandy Creek tradition in uh, Southern Baptist life. It's They're sort of the folk theologians of the South. They had a, a great emphasis on 
evangelism. They had a great emphasis on making sure every plowboy, every farmer heard the gospel. Um, so a great evangelistic zeal and an emphasis on evangelism. They also had an emphasis on the experiential nature uh, of worship. And so it was a lot about the experience, which meant they tend to be given to revivalism and to uh, the sort of things that were associated with revivalism, things like the altar call, things like uh, the the multiple verses of just as I am to finish a thing. This tradition really focused on preaching and keeping things simple. And so that led to um, certainly not requiring education and in many cases looking down on education. They would think that going to seminary made someone too heavenly minded to be too earthly good. And uh, often, I mean, this is the type you'll hear say cemetery is like or seminary is like cemetery, the cemetery. Um, this was just the type of preaching they were, and it was mainly driven by this really heavy evangelistic zeal and desire to keep things simple and to get the truth of the gospel simply to people. The second strain that you have all throughout Southern Baptist life is the gentleman theologian type. This um, would be associated with the Charleston tradition, mostly associated with uh, larger uh, cities in the South. Uh, this person tended to be more urban, more genteel, more professional. Uh, they were known for their depth of theological study, and their therefore the church service was focused more on the theological edification of believers um, and not quite as heavily evangelistic as, say, the farmer-preacher type. Um, if you want to put this in kind of modern context, and again, I'll admit that I know this is a bit of an oversimplification, um, but I think it's helpful for us to understand if you want a kind of modern uh, version of the farmer preacher, you need to look no further than Billy Graham. And if you want kind of a modern example of the gentleman theologian, uh, I would point you to Al Mohler. So you have these two types of uh, theologians and preachers all throughout Southern Baptist history, and both had their strengths, both had their weaknesses. Um, and again, it's a bit of an oversimplification, but as I began to study these things, the Lord really uh, impressed upon me and gave me a great desire to uh, to be a mix of both. And uh, in fact, I once wrote an article for the TMS blog site on uh, the call for farmer theologians for this very reason. I think it's incumbent upon uh, pastors of the day to have that evangelistic zeal, to have that desire to break down theological truths into um, simple but Christ-exalting language to be able to express to people the truths of the gospel that doesn't make it seem like it's out of their reach, but um, it doesn't make it seem like it's a heavy burden. One of the things that's always uh, been uh, important to me is that Christ says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And so as a pastor, as a preacher, I don't want to make it seem like Bible study or like studying the Word of God or understanding the Word of God is a heavy burden or a heavy yoke. I want people to see and to delight in the Word of God and in the truth that God's Word uh, has for us. Also, we don't want to take things so lightly that we dumb down the truth of God's Word. We do want to study deeply. We do want to know the the deeper truths of God's Word, and we want to, especially as pastors and preachers, put in the work so that we know the Word so well that we can break it down simply for people and help them to understand. So my desire in ministry is really to merge the strengths of these two traditions. Now, having been in pastoral ministry uh, for a little bit now, I still would consider myself a novice, but I'm growing by the grace of God. Um, as I've been in church ministry, I think 
uh, and just given the positions that I've been in in my life, in the um, being in the Marine Corps and being able to travel, see a lot of different churches, um, be aware of at least a lot of different ministries. Um, I believe there's a great need in the church today for deep, rich theology that is also practical theology. And that's what this podcast is really focused on. I want to help us develop a deep, deeply rooted in scripture, deep in the understanding of God and of his word, theology that has a practical impact on our lives. So if you look at uh, the book Biblical Doctrine by uh, edited by MacArthur and Mayhew, they define practical theology as the organization of scripture with an emphasis on the application of doctrine. This is uh, the type of theology that is most seen in pastoral counseling and those kind of things, but it's it's how do we take these grand, glorious truths of God's word and make it practical to our lives. And that really is the desire of this podcast is to help us think through these types of issues. Um, there's also a, a bit of a personal reason for this podcast. Um, I have some friends that uh, do podcasting in various ways and uh, in thinking through this, I consulted them and said, hey, why did you start a podcast? What's your point of it? Uh, and one recurring theme that I heard um, from multiple guys was that it's an outlet for things that aren't appropriate for a sermon. Not that things would be inappropriate, but um, in a sermon, you're trying to do a very particular thing, explain the meaning of the text to the hearers uh, in a way that points them to Christ, either to evangelize the lost or to edify the saints. And so you really can't get too deep into application and practical theology in the midst of a sermon. That's just not the right setting for that. And in fact, many times when pastors have something that's just on their brain, um, they're just thinking about it, it comes out in the sermon in a way that almost proof texts the, the particular text that they're in, and it's not intentional. They just have this issue, this topic deep on their mind and in their thinking, and it's going to come out. Well, this is my uh, hope with this podcast is that this would be an outlet for those issues. If there's things that are just heavy on my mind, heavy on my thinking, but they're not really germane to the text that I'm going to be preaching this Sunday, I wanted to have an outlet to get those things out, to be able to think through them biblically, and to be able to really just get those thoughts out of my head so they don't leak out into the sermon in a way that would not be consistent with the text that I'm preaching. So that really is the goal for this podcast. Um, and really the desire. So we have some upcoming episode uh, that I've been thinking through how to uh, think through issues practically. So we'll be doing some doctrinal surveys, some book reviews, uh, perhaps even some interviews, if I can get some guys to join me on this podcast, as I hope. Um, but all of this is going to be focused on not just explaining the truth of theology so that we would have a knowledge that would puff us up, but helping us take that theology, understand it well enough that we understand how it applies to our lives and how it helps us worship the Lord who has saved us in every aspect of our lives. So thanks for joining me today on this first episode. I pray that you'll be blessed by this episode and the episodes to come as we help one another develop deeply rooted practical theology.